When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart Food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. If you're thinking... I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain. Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! And welcome to Like-Minded Friends with me, Susie Ruffle. And me, Tom Allen. And I'm sorry, I am I am late to this recording. Well, I mean... them might not know. They won't know that. I know, but they should know. What happened? I feel like you're, the book is, is, is in its final throes. I'm just doing some last drafts on the book, which is really fun. But then, like, I look at some bits and I go, well, I want it to be funny. But then sometimes, like I'm talking about... In the chapter I've been looking at today, um, I talk about going to New York as a t- as a sort of eighteen year old. I saved up and went to New York on my own, and then tried to go to a gay bar on my own. And um, and I'm like, I don't know if anybody else will relate to. It. I hope they do, but just sort of that kind of. But I think people will relate to it, but also will want to hear a story that's maybe different to their own. Yeah, maybe if they don't relate to it, then they can yeah that's enjoy true. it in a different way. That's true, isn't it? That's true. I feel like you've been quite snowed under this week. Well, just I think like anything. Um, the last sort of stages always feel like they come really stressful yeah I mean in a sort of in in a positive way in a creative way yeah um, but uh, you know at the beginning it's all like so kind of easy going email it then um, it's all so easy going like oh loads of time everything's fine and yeah suddenly it's now it's now which is it's good for me because it means I don't I don't waste time I just get on with it that is good that is good but like did you find that with Edinburgh it would be like that yeah a little bit I don't know, I get so nervous about writing a show for Edinburgh that usually it's sort of ready. Oh, that's very good. But, oh, I don't know, but, uh, our agent Flo might be listening and going, no, it's not. No. <laughs> is it that thing of going, <laughs> like, at the time, like, oh, my goodness, this is very, I want to get this so right, I'm so, I'm, I want to get this perfect. Yeah. And um, the, the pressure of that is so intense, but actually as soon as it's done, we go, oh, yes, it's done now, yes. And you also go, like, oh, that was really fun, actually. I had a really great process. Yeah, really yeah. That. Well, I think at the beginning it's all loosey-goosey and, like, oh, everything's Who's fine. Who's loosey-goosey? Loosey-goosey was um, a friend of my mother's. <laughs> uh, that would be a great um, drag name. That would be a good drag name, wouldn't it? She'd have to do some sort of goose... Yeah, and um, how did you get that name? That's what you'd want. Well, That's I don't, the I, I don't want to know. Tom, can I say something to you? Yes? I think your sanitizer looks like lube. Oh, my God. Is that what it is? 
I think I've it looks been like using lube. lube. No wonder. <laughs> no, slip slaps up. Yeah, I've been spreading it everywhere. I knew it wasn't rubbing in. I made some terrible noises on the bus. I mean, it um, does. It looks like it's in like the. That's like what a bottle of lube looks like. Well, it's. Well, I'm bo- told. What? <laughs> A bottle of lube. Well, it's just a clear liquid, isn't it? But no, you wouldn't want it. This one is a very thin hand sanitizer. I'll show you why this one isn't like lube. Look, it's like that's like water. Oh, that's like water. Yeah, that's like water. Like water. Can, you, can you hear that, listener? Yeah. I mean, I mean that's not, a nice, I, sound. It's not a nice sound. It sounds like it could be something rude. But not with that. Look, it's rubbed in straight away. Okay, fine, fine. I just think it's something about the top of the bottle that looks like a nipple. Oh, there is something slightly sort of phallic shaped about this bottle. But it is, it definitely says. Advanced hand sanitizer. In brackets, lube. Also, use, do not use hand sanitizer as a lube. No, if that actually could be the one message that you get from like-minded friends. We're always on hand to literally on <laughs> to um, to to provide advice. Absolutely, so it's not a it's not a lubricant for your personal needs nor for your car. It's for none of those things. It will do. It will do on lots of damage. I mean, using it on a car, you'd soon see why it shouldn't be used anywhere else. Okay, I'm I, I'm not saying that you got. I feel like you're being very defensive about having lube Look, for hand sanitizer. This, I mean, for God's sake! For God's sake! Everybody thinks my hand sanitizer's lube. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if it was like in one of those like really like sexy bottles that they put it in, you know, like, like, <laughs> like with boobs, like with boobs or something. You know, like, like the Jean Paul Gaultier one. Oh, is that lube? No, it's perfume. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> I've bought my mum that. I've been wearing that. I've been spraying that on myself every day. Well, I was sliding down the stairs. Jean-Paul Gaultier, who I once saw in Berlin, uh, wearing double denim. Looked like a very nice man. Is he a nice man? He looked like one, yeah. Okay. Oh, has there, has there been some scandal? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just asking. He seemed nice when I met him. Did you say hello? No, I might have smiled at him, but he seemed smiley. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Ooh, it's a it, Susie has got a lot of emails coming in today. I mean, it's it's absolutely it's nonstop. <laughs> it's Gadia. Speak to her. It's I've done. A, it's actually a very nice breakfast show. That the Gadia breakfast show. Yes, you don't need to close your emails. Um, I wasn't. I wasn't no, you're allowed to look at my emails. It's just annoying because you know, presumably, but if Gadia is coming in, goodness knows. Goodness what knows what else. Goodness only knows. Um, oh, and talking of lube, do you know what I've been suffering from this week, Susie? Oh God, no! What? Blocked ear. Oh no! Earwax. Oh, gross! Yeah, really gross. This podcast is for it's you to me- find a, a boyfriend. Vision. Yeah, this is for me to find a boyfriend. This podcast is for you to find a boyfriend. You can't be talking about your waxy ear. If they can't, if they don't want me at my blocked ear, they can't up hand best worst. Then they can't have me at my bake off best. Bake off best. That's what I've always said to people. I've always said that. What's up with your ear then? What's up with your luggo? Well, I put in some Otex. Uh, and then I got, and then um, I put in some olive oil. Then I put in some um, Dijon mustard. No, I <laughs> you thought about just putting a Hoover next to it? I put in a, a Dyson next to it. Yeah, yeah, every six months or so I get it. I think it's because I listen to music all the time with my earphones, mm. my headphones, as people used to say. Um, did you have a cassette player? Um, yes, I did. But Do you remember having a CD player and having to hold it very carefully? Yes, it would skip. Yeah. Skipping, skip. Yeah, I remember that. And then I had one... Had a CD walk that my dad bought me that was very that was like that you had to hold flat when I was ten. It was a very special treat, and then um, and then I got another one when I was a grown up, and I used to listen to CDs on the on the tube. Oh, that's very cool. Mm, CDs in a little plastic. Did you have them in a little in a little wallet? Yeah. yeah. Did you take that wallet around with you so you could change throughout the day? Yes. It it was either the Scissor Sisters or Amy Mann, or 
can't remember what else I said. Musical theatre? I don't know because musical theatre has always been quite an expensive. It's always quite an expensive CD to buy. Yes, that's very true. Do you know? What you, does that yeah. sound like a silly thing to say? No, because it'd be like double CD, wouldn't it? Because it'd be yeah. like, oh act god, one, act yeah, Act One, Act Two. What did you have on your CD, Walkman? I would have had lots of musicals, and especially musicals that I was doing at the time. Of course, you have to listen. Of course, you've got to listen. But oh, so it would be stuff like Mr. Cinders, which is a one that no one's ever heard of. Oh, I thought that was. It's like cats. the cin- It's like the Cinderella story backwards. I mean, back to front. So he's... Oh, I think cool. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, Me and My Girl. Classic. A classic. Carousel. Oh, yeah. Camelot. Oh, I don't know if I've ever listened to Camelot. Sometimes it's it's all very like... Lovely That's, voice you have, Sue. Thank you for saying that, Tom. If there's um, any casting directors listening, I'm very available. I'm sure they are. I'm sure As you know, are. huge fan on the casting directors. A lot of casting directors love this, love to watch this podcast. <laughs> um, there was that style of, um, I want to say Kath, Kathleen Jenkins, no, not Kathleen Jenkins. What's Kath, oh, The God. one that was married to Andrew Loewer. N- no, before that. Like, you know, like, the, the style of singing was so different back in the, like, 50s where people would see oh, yeah, like, there's a lot of there was, that. I can't remember her name. She was an opera singer. There'll be people screaming out at their at their at their t- television sets right now. Yeah, but, at their TVs. Um, but the people would sing like this, and people thought it was wonderful. Oh, what a lovely voice! Wonderful. He's got a lovely baritone. Lovely baritone. Catherine, Catherine, Kathleen. Uh, it'll come. To Auntie me. Kathleen, I think you're thinking Auntie of. Auntie Kathleen. I did have an Auntie Kathleen. Did you? No. Oh. I feel like I knew that you did, though. Oh, maybe. A great auntie, Kathleen. Well, you know, I do go through your family's sort of ancestry yeah. quite, quite regularly. I know, you do have the family tree on the wall. I bought it for you. <laughs> moving in yet. Now, Tom, the thing that I want to talk to you about this week is the uh, BAFTAs. Oh, what do you want to know? What well, so, dear listener, Tom hosted the backstage BAFTAs bit. The backstage BAFTAs, um, the pre-show, actually, Sue's. But also you interviewed... interviews. Yeah, okay, so that was... Um, the winners' yeah. interviews. Did you feel like you were Ant or Deck on? I did. Like I did. Britain's Got Talent or something. I did feel like that actually. Um, it was in. I was in a basement room at Television Centre, and people were put through on a Zoom call. Right. Okay. So Television Centre in West London. In West London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one yeah. that used to be BBC Television yeah, Centre. Yeah, yeah. The one where they used to do live and kicking. For example. For example. Um, and the studio was being used for the actual ceremony. And then I was in the basement doing the pre-show, which was really fun, talking to people about how you're feeling. And then speaking to the winners. And um, it was such a thrill. I watched some of it online. It was very exciting. Oh, thanks for watching. It was um, quite intense. You know, like, I was quite nervous about speaking to Glenda Jackson, but she was she was lovely. Yeah, she's the proper, like... Did you watch that thing, Elizabeth? Yes. Did you see it? Is Elizabeth is missing? Elizabeth is, that what... is missing. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah, Very Harrowing. sad, though. Harrowing, Just yeah. heartbreaking. yeah. But she didn't she win a BAFTA like forty eight years ago? Uh, yes, it was. And now she, yeah. oh, you're good. And now she's won another BAFTA. All these years later. All these years later. And she said, "I said, what made you go back into acting?" After? So did she have a break? Yeah, because she went into politics. She oh, I knew that. Yeah, New okay. Labour and all that. Right. Okay. Um, and so she was in politics for about twenty three years. She was saying, and then, and I said, well, "What made you go back?" She said, "Well, just a call came in, and I thought, all right, I'll do it." <laughs> Thought, well, That's the thing. If you answer. wait for the phone to ring, eventually it will. Just twenty-three years, and boom, there was boom, that girl. There it was, and look at her now. And Jared Harrison, Jared Harris, rather, um, who won the 
BAFTA for Chernobyl. Oh, but yeah. He he's in, brilliant. He was in Mad... I first saw him in Mad Men. But he's been around for ages. For years. Yeah, he's also in... He was also in something with Sarah Lancashire last year. Was he? I think so. <gasps> Sarah Lancashire. She's a great British actress. She... Well, I don't know why she wasn't nominated. Just for being. Just for being Sarah Lancashire. Yeah. There should be the Sarah Lancashires. <laughs> so, uh, did yeah. you feel like... So did you, you got picked up by a car, presumably. I yes, they sent a nice car for me. And, and did you feel quite excited? So excited! It was eight o'clock in the morning, though. So, no, oh. seven o'clock in the morning. Oh my god! And Tom, you don't like the morning. I'm not great in the morning. I'm, I'm not saying I'm not having any opinion on how you are in the morning. I'm, I'm just not, saying you don't you love are, them. You could have an opinion. It would probably be right is that I'm not that great in the mornings. Um, but I, I'm, I couldn't sleep. But I still got. I had about four hours sleep with the adrenaline. And it was quite strange because there was no one... I mean, I've never... So, wait, you got there at 7? Got there about 8.30. But were they in the evening? And then, yeah, so the pre-show stuff we were doing all through the day. That must have been exhausting. It was quite intense, but it was fun. Like, fun, really So then fun. they put it out on Twitter a bit later. And then they put it out on Twitter right. a bit later on all the channels, social media Because you spoke to, uh, like, Sean Sean Clifford. Clifford. Oh, my who goodness. Who I love. She from, is... So she's in Fleabag. She plays, she plays um, the sister in Fleabag. Yeah. With the pencil haircut. Yeah. and She's she was, so great. She was in the back of the garden somewhere. At Phoebe Wallerbridge's house, wasn't which it? Turned out was in, but it, which turned out wasn't Phoebe Wallerbridge's house. It was someone they'd like, a friend, they said. I think they'd just broken in. And, <laughs> um, which they were real scream, really lovely. And Did you so speak nice. to Phoebe as well? So, yes, they're bubbling. And um, and so Phoebe popped up on the call. <gasps> and, um, and so she was there. And it was so nice. And it was such a nice... Me- it, sort of, it sort of got me a bit whirled up, really. It was such a nice message of like support for each other. And I said, Phoebe, it's a wonderful, you supported your friend, you gave her a part in your show, and, and, and now she's one of after. She said, yeah, but it's actually the other way around, that she always supported me. And I thought it was lovely, you know, yeah. she, she was always there at my little gigs I was doing, and when I was trying things out. And so, uh, Sean was actually always there and supported me. And I thought, oh, what a lovely thing to say. Also, they've been friends for years, haven't they? And I love yeah. seeing that yeah. sort of real story as well. Of, yeah. Of knowing that they've... That that's been the mate that they've rung after not getting the audition, oh, and when yeah. things aren't quite as good, it's yeah. nice when you know that people have yeah. that background as well. Yeah. So I mean, so many lovely moments like that. Um, Mo Gilligan was lovely, and he's such a nice such guy, such a sweet boy, such, such a lovely such a man. Nice guy. Yeah, I did Apollo the same night as him. Are we it's on the, the only same? time we oh. met? We weren't on the same show, but we were on the same night recording, and he's just so nice, oh, and so he's nice. so good. Yeah, such a good guy. Um, and like good at what he does. Yeah, lovely. Brilliant. Um, lovely, lovely guy. And just so nice. And he was so pleased. He didn't I expect know, to win. he didn't expect and... to win. And then it was so gorgeous to see him yeah. so thrilled. Yeah. So it... And all the, other, all the other nominees were so warm as, as well about it. It was really, I think because it wasn't live, it meant that everybody was, you know, not, not they wouldn't be anyway, but I think it meant that they were very, everybody was made sure that they were, contributing and being positive to it. And do you think if people are in their own houses, they're maybe like a bit more relaxed? Mm. There's something about that, isn't there, that it's sort of more human humanising, I guess. Um, and uh, and like Stephen Graham and Jodie Comer uh, oh, are so lovely. Yeah. And like Stephen, like I said, oh, you dressed up for us, have you? Because I saw him like walking to the camera and he said, well, um, yes, but also I've got my shorts on. And then he has <laughs> like Liverpool shorts on. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> Uh, they were so sweet. There was so many like human, and I suppose that's it, isn't it? I suppose that's the whole thing about the lockdown. It sort of revealed that, in a really nice way, everybody's just human beings. Yeah, and, totally. You know, like it was celebrating. I think it did a really good job of celebrating the whole the whole ceremony, as much as anything else. Celebrated the hard work of everybody, but it felt very 
normal. Everybody felt yeah, normal. Yeah, well, because that's good. yeah, because it, everyone was from their own homes and everyone was. Mm. I don't know. I suppose that when you win something like that, and then it's like, right, you're right on the camera. You've not got the moment to like hug someone, to take it in, to yeah. walk up, to receive the yeah the, the award or whatever. And and, not, sorry, go on. And and so yeah, they, you just get that sort of instant reaction. Of, there's not the expectation, I think, to sort of put on a bit of a, a bit of grandeur. So did they have their baftas, or did they have them? No, no. They, just so they, they, didn't, they didn't have any. They didn't yeah. know. Um, yeah. And it was and, the same with Jamie Dimitriou, who we've known oh, from yeah. the circuit, and Natasha, his sister. Yeah. Tasha's going to pop in at one point, but um, she uh, she didn't. But um, she's so lovely, and there's really so many lovely people out there. And I think that uh, um, I forgot what I was going to say. But it was yeah, it was just really really nice. And Romesh, our friend, I did it. Yeah, Ramesh. he didn't come through to us because we were only doing performance categories. Ah, but, um, and it was his show that won. Yeah. Oh yeah, but it was great to see great to see people being celebrated for stuff that they're good at. Yeah, yeah, re- yeah, really, really nice, and. Um, and I say everybody was just so sweet and uh, and just really, it just felt like a really nice occasion. Like and he said, I said to people like, "What are you doing afterwards?" And like Sean Clifford was like, "Oh, just gonna go and get, just gonna order a pizza, sit in the garden." <laughs> and then I said to Mo, "What are you gonna do afterwards?" He said, oh, "I've got to take the bins out." <laughs> <laughs> just doing normal things. That was great. It's so yeah, it is great to see sort of people that we look up to and people whose work we enjoy being yeah. so normal. It's so. Yeah, Glenda so Jackson was going to go and have a glass of wine in the garden. Good for her, yeah. actually. And do you know what? Actually, good for her. Yeah, good for her. Good for her. Fair play, Glenda. She can't have a glass of wine. If I was Glenda Jackson, I'd be having a glass of wine in the garden all the time. Well, that that I mean, and that's that got a lot to girl. do with your with your drinking. Drinking <laughs> says a lot about me. Would you like to be Glenda? Coffee here. I've just I've just made Tom a coffee. Oh, I get spoiled here. Would I like to what? Sorry. Be Glenda Jackson. Yeah, that's what I said to her. <laughs> That's what I said to him. Well, I'm so pleased that you had such a fun time. Well, thank you so much for saying that. I mean, it was a lovely time, and it's still all available if you want to watch it on the social medias, BAFTA social media. On BAFTA social media, On BAFTA social media. Suze, what has your week been like? Well, listen, Tom... It's been much the same as every other week this week, I've got to say. Actually, I was a bit more... I was a bit more blue this week, if I'm honest. I was a bit more like... Or like tail end of last week and the beginning of this week. I actually feel great today. Oh, yeah. But just felt a bit like, oh, God, this again. And had... You know, like having conversations... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, I have to listen to him again. Um, Sorry, everyone. I... No, I just, I, I, I just sort of like the end of last week and the beginning of this week just felt a bit like, oh God, this again. And I am like moving my tour, of course, and mm. doing all of that sort of thing. And so you just end up feeling a bit like, oh God, this is like yeah. never ending. Yeah. And, um, I, and I'm sort of like writing on a few projects, which is, great but mm-hmm. it's so different because you don't get to see I think with stand-up we're so used to putting something out there and immediately knowing if it's good or not yes absolutely yeah and I'm finding it really hard not having that instant response uh-huh. uh, but I don't think that's it's not sort of hampering me I just think that that encompassed with lots of other things I don't know it just made me a bit like uh and also, sure. I had a really bad hangover last week for one of the days as well. Uh, yeah. And that never helps. Because yeah. then I'll feel hungover for a day, mm. but then I might feel like blue for the next day. That's what I find with hangovers, is they make me feel blue. Yeah. Rather than 
Um, well, the only alcohol that's an upper is champagne and tequila. Is that you know right? that, yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Um, so, friend although, of the show, Katie Llewellyn, only drinks tequila. She has like a tequila and lemonade or something. I thought you were going to say she only drinks champagne, which. I mean, and why her. not? Why not? She's won a wafter. She has, yeah. She's won a Welsh wafter, so why not? Um, well, that's interesting. I've often found I get quite hungover with champagne, I think because of the sugar. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm not saying it won't make you hungover, I'm just saying it's an upper. It won't make you down. And I like tequila because it's quite, it's quite a disgusting drink. And, um, <laughs> and you like it for that. And I like it for that because it means you don't... Um, you don't drink too much You don't of drink it. too much. Whereas everything else is like juice to me. <laughs> After all these years. After all. But um, I must that's... say I'm feeling heaps better because my gym has opened. Oh, yeah. In How's a very feel? socially distant way. They've been very good at my CrossFit gym where they've sort of squared out on the floor and you're not really allowed to leave your... Square. They put everything you need in your square. Oh, that's good. And then there's quite a lot of distance between you and the next square. Is cross, CrossFit's all quite body, like body weight? Kind, uh, like barbells... Like the big bars, with, oh, like yeah. a strong man, you know, oh, that sort yeah. of thing. Lots of that and pull-ups. and oh. It's very hard and I'm not awful at it, but I'm also not great at it. And I'm sure you're great at it. Um, you're doing it, which is most, more But I really doing. enjoy it. Well, that's what matters. I feel great afterwards. And Alice and I have started getting together and we've become one of those dreadful gym couples. No, that's lovely. No, you'd hate it. If you didn't know me and you saw us and we were like, yeah, yeah go on out. Yeah, baby, you could do it. No, but you would be smiling with it. That's the only, it's when people don't smile. That's the thing. Is that your problem? That's when people don't smile at the gym. The yeah, with the world. With the world. But oh, I, Tom. I think as well. Um, don't underestimate what if you're feeling a bit blue. I think don't underestimate like the news and stuff. Like somebody I was reading their post yesterday. I can't remember. Not their post in the door, but like <laughs> I was reading them out. Uh, are you still doing that? Yes, I've got to stop. Really? It's so interesting. <laughs> and um, and they were saying how actually don't watch the news you know, two hours before bed because it's, he said it's never good news. No, true, yeah, that's so true. Of course, there are lots of things to be concerned about, but sometimes, like, if there was anything good, they, it's almost like they'd bury it. Yeah, you know of what I mean? course. And it's just yeah. like, um, I, I think as well, it felt like things were starting to move forward and sort of get a bit more back to normal and then they sort of gone, we've put the brake on and yeah. Northwest has gone back into a lockdown yeah. and Aberdeen is in a lockdown. And that made me feel quite sort of, sad and scared for sort of our friends that live up north mm. and like I know I saw Kiri uh Bridget McLean and uh Rachel yeah. were saying about doing gigs at the frog and then that wasn't happening and yeah. so and I think like seeing gigs happening even if you're not taking part in them mm. you sort of go oh our world's coming back that's so exciting yeah. but yeah. then the brakes were immediately put on that again yeah and you go oh no maybe they're not um maybe things are going to be on pause for a little bit longer. And it's not to say it will never come back, but I just think that this week, that made me a bit like, oh, okay. Well, I feel like there could be a bit more um, direction for us. Yeah. As a world. <laughs> or, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. kind of like, well, where, not to get all... Maudlin. Not to get maudlin. And I don't think it's a bleak thing, but it kind of, I think we just need to know, like, well, what is the next thing we're aiming for? Yeah, I think so. Or like, even if it's like, Look, we won't be able to go out into clubs and theatres until January. But just yeah, if we if you if you could say, look, it's probably not going to be if it's before January, it'll be a bonus. Then at yeah. least we could all go. Oh, okay. Well, we know now. Let's all I do agree. other things yeah. that are creative. But yeah. I think it's the and I think a lot about like I've got friends that are in furlough. I'm sure listeners of the show have been in furlough or are unsure mm-hmm. about sort of their job stability. Yeah, and I think it just is really tough to yes. feel. 
to to have that going on in your brain, but at the same time just trying to like live a normal life and do things or not do things. It just I just feel like then it's it's always there that yeah. work stuff or like yeah. especially if you're like worried about your finances or it just it's just you just can't get away from it. And I think that um, you, you know for the first for for a lot of it we've kind of gone or this maybe this is me but just like. Okay, don't worry about it now. Just get through this week. Yes, get through this, yes. And we're also getting through the week, and then it was Thursday, and there'll be a review of it or whatever. Yeah. Um, and um, or there'll be every three weeks we have a review of it. And we sort of get from three yeah. Weeks, three weeks. Um, and and I think maybe they just I don't I don't know it's hard because I think there's we can only sort of push those feelings down for so long. And all you've and got that's keeping you going is reading other people's posts. All I've got is that and my 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 earwax problem, which of course nobody's talking about. I mean. You are, but you just can't. Everyone's talking about it, but you can't hear it. <laughs> That's the trouble. That's it's disgusting, actually. Yeah, it's actually disgusting. Thank God for my lubricated hands. <laughs> I need to lubricate them to reach through people's letterboxes. Um, um, but yes. yeah, I hope that's not too glum for any of the listeners. But yeah, I wonder if any of you have been feeling like that this week. Just a bit like. <sighs> yeah. Just a bit, and I think I was quite lucky because I was very good at the beginning of lockdown. Mm. I was. Mm doing all my things, yeah. but yeah, I just think I'm actually feeling a lot better now towards the middle of the end of the week. And I've got a couple of nice things in at the weekend. I'm seeing a few friends in a very socially distanced way, which would be fabulous. Mm. So hopefully mm. yeah. um, things will pick up a bit. Yeah. And, uh, well, and I, I, I think, um, I think so what we've always said that like, it's okay to be up and to be down. Yeah, I think so. You know, yeah. to have times of being down. That's again, I think just because we're moving out of what the lockdown was in March and April, say, mm-hmm. um, doesn't mean that we can't still have the same sort of feelings. Yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah. Well, maybe you're feeling like that as well. Or maybe, no, I've made you feel like that. And if that's the case, guys, I'm ever so sorry. No, ever just so go sorry. for a dance. Go for a run. Go for a dance. Go for a run. Go to a CrossFit class if go, you can. If you can. Do a bit of yoga online. Sure. Why not? Mm-hmm. And, um, and I guess we'll see you next week. We would love to see you next week. Thanks to all the casting directors who've been tuning in. And, um, yeah, we're very excited about what casting we're going to get. Super excited about those. Can't wait for Joel. I can't wait. I just said Joel because that's the name of our producer. I can see it on the screen. Can't wait for Tom, oh. rather, to be getting some earwax commercials. I'm really looking forward to it, Otex. Just get in touch. Get in touch, reach I'm out. Ear for you. Oh, very there good. There you go, we're still having there fun. We go. We're always okay. having fun. All right then, bye. All right, bye for now, bye, 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 bye. bye, 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 bye. bye.